Welcome to Checks and Balances, brought to you by Partners Life. I am Michael Vincent. This is James Blair, and everybody's won the lottery when you're listening to this podcast. But today, we're going to talk about what are your odds of winning the lottery. So, Mike, I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey's in the States. Are you familiar with Dave Ramsey's? Nope. He's a boomer, and he pretty much just is very anti-debt, um, focusing on using your income to create I wealth. I don't like him already. <laughs> Uh, very, very popular figure in the States. And mm. one of the favorite things he does is people call up his show and they'll be like, hey, Dave, I'm 23 years old and I have a million dollars in debt. And he's like, holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, great character. A lot of really good articles. One of them is around uh, winning the lottery, mm. which actually we've done one on when in the past, maybe a couple of years ago, when somebody won $42 million in Pocono. Yeah, they did. <laughs> no. And it was one of our best performing episodes. And um, because people love talking about the lotto and thinking that it'll change their life, right? Hell of a retirement plan. Yeah. The big thing about lotto, though, if you think lotto is the answer to all your problems, you're going to be wrong. I would say it's more likely to ruin your life than help you in your life, mm. which for people that are listening to this would probably be like, what the hell are you talking about, James? If I had that money, everything would be sweet. I got 99 problems at cash flow ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we assume that if we win, it would be easy streets for us and our family. Um, we'd assume that we'll have that money forever. But I'm going to talk about why Lotto is a bad place to be putting money. Mm. And we're also going to be talking about the odds of winning Lotto. Yeah. I mean, my thoughts on Lotto, and I said this, I think it's in the previous episode we did on this, was that um, Lotto is for poor people who don't know maths. <laughs> I've got some stats on that as well. Uh, so not to mention the odds of winning uh, are horrible, but in, in the States, the odds are one in 302 million that you will win Lotto. And in NZ, it's about one in 38 million. Because I think they've got one one less number or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so one in three hundred and two million. See, the weird thing is that like that's not a ratio that the human brain can comprehend, <laughs> and I'm not even sure the human brain can comprehend one in thirty eight million. Yeah. Like if I told you to visually draw that for me in some way, you wouldn't be able to do it. Well, it's pretty much well without putting one dot and then thirty eight million dots, and seventeen years later, you'd be you you would have the picture completed. Yeah, and also you know pretty much your yeah. New Zealand's population. So you've got six times as many people and then one person wins. Yeah. But then it's not just like, hey, if you buy a lotto ticket every week, my probability of getting that lotto win goes up. No, it resets. Every it resets time. every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It is the same probability every time. There's only one time I buy a lotto ticket, Mike, yeah. and it's when like it has to, somebody has, has to, to win. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I'm like, well, from a probability perspective, I'm going from one in 38 million to one in... 5 million New Zealanders, but how many actually buy a ticket? Yeah. The other thing I like about that, and that is the only time I will buy a lotto ticket. I buy maybe one lotto ticket a year. Um, and the bit that I love about it is that gap in between when you've bought the ticket and when the draw happens because you're just spending the cash in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've got everything allocated out already by the time it hits. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the problem is with these odds is it's really hope is the strategy mm. that hope that all your problems are going to be solved in this one in 38 million chance. Um, the interesting thing is to improve our financial position, we could be taking action that has a one in one chance of being successful. Mm. But but we don't do that. We don't take control of our future um, because either we can't be 
bothered to improve our situation or because it's too hard. Instead, we go for the Hail Mary and hope our, all our problems will be solved by some miraculous thing that, that won't happen. Mm. And it's a crappy way to, to think about your situation is that I, you know, I've got this very low probability of something happening. Yeah. Mike, let me tell you of some things that are more likely to happen than feed to win lotto. So you have a one in six chance of getting food poisoning. You have a one in 12,000 chance. Am I in Bali or am I in New Zealand? <laughs> I think that's a one in one and if, you, if, if you get in that Bali belly. Yeah. You have a one in 12,000 chance of making a hole in one playing golf. Now, if you include Mike into yeah, that probability, that's, it's that's a bigger number. Yeah. One in 3.7 million chance of being killed from a shark attack. And in the states where the odds are even higher, one in 60 million, million chance of having quintuplets. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, again, you, you're playing on hope, right? Uh, and it's the hope that this is this, this thing's going to solve all of the problems. Um, but, you know, I guess in, if you do win, we've, we've gone through this before, your problems still aren't solved, right? And I think that's what people don't realize is, yeah, don't get me wrong, for the first six months, life's going to be pretty sweet. And then once all of that kind of adrenaline um, disappears and you're just living with all this cash, that's when the real problems start. Yeah. And I mean, so coming into that pile of cash usually means that people are going to be coming out of the, the woodwork looking for their share. You've got your third cousin who you didn't even know existed being it. like, hey, mate. I've got this problem. Will you hit me up? You'll get letters from strangers with their sob stories about how they're unemployed or they've got some rare disease and suddenly that becomes your problem. Mm. Um, essentially, if you win lotto, you become a target. So James, before we continue, I have got a special announcement. Have you started sticking to your budget? Absolutely not. You finally made it as an after hours DJ. Mm, I wish. And the thing is, we have got a brand new podcast partner, Partners Life. You mean the award-winning insurance provider with over 300,000 Kiwis insured? Yep, they're also a New Zealand-operated company and they are passionate about increasing financial literacy amongst Kiwis. Sounds like a great match. Where can I learn more about them? Check out their website in our show notes below. <sighs> really thought DJ Magic Mike was going to be a global sensation for a second. Easy come, easy go. Uh, and you will not just become a target from your, um, from your friends and from your family, but imagine what that feels like with your personal relationships, you now can't trust pretty much anybody, right? Because you are, we will always have in the back of your head, is this just for the money? Every time you meet someone, it will be, is this just for the money? Uh, and that is a really horrible way to live your life. Yeah, I know our relationship isn't just about the money, Mike, because we were both selling credit cards in the call center yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, so one New York Lotto winner took home $34 million and she thought she was set. But later she was quoted, most people look at winning the lotto as some magic pot of gold waiting for you at the end of the rainbow. If you ask me, my life was hijacked by the lottery. Mm. Um, and that comes to the stat as well, Mike, that uh, Forbes did an article that 70% of lotto winners go broke. It's quite simple to me. If you do not create the skills to manage big sums of money, if you are given a lump sum of money, either through inheritance or through lotto, your odds are very low of keeping it. Yeah. We say this with our budgeting stuff, right? If you can't manage 55 grand income per year, why do you think you'd be able to manage 550 grand per year? There's no difference. The, the amount is irrelevant. And the, at least in that scenario, you're working for it. So you have some 
understanding of the graft and the, and the, and the time you had to put in to get the money uh, and the effort. Whereas this, you know, um, helicopter cash very rarely works out well. Yeah. And there's another study that Dave Ramsey has done, which we're going to talk about in another episode, but it backs up the whole idea that if you do not make the money, you will not keep the money, mm. which is around uh, millionaires. And it was like 10,000 millionaires were surveyed. And of those 10,000 millionaires, over 70% had not received any inheritance yeah. at all. Yeah. And that's because it, it's the concept of if you could leave your, your children with one of two things, a lump sum of cash or skills, you should pick skills every day. Oh, absolutely. But people always think, I'll get them the cash, I'll get them the house, I'll make sure that they you know, don't have, they have university paid for, they don't have to save a deposit for their first house. When actually, if you had instilled them with the correct skills from day dot, none of that would be an issue. Yeah, yeah. And coming back to the three-generation curse, one generation builds the wealth, the next generation maintains the wealth, and the third generation in 90% of cases destroys the wealth. Uh, the other pieces around lottery is it's not just, you know, you're not taking control of your future, you're in a hope you know, phase of your life, you're also giving away your greatest tool to build wealth, which is your income. Mm. Playing lotto is pretty much a guaranteed way to lose money. Have you ever noticed, Mike, millionaires, they don't play lotto. Research shows, which you did allude to at the start of the episode, that those who earn the least gamble the most. A study from the University of California concluded gambling is twice as likely in neighborhoods with the highest level of poverty and 28% of Americans in the lowest income bracket play lotto every week, which is really quite sad. Yeah, but again, it comes back down to that kind of hope thing, right? It's like, I don't I, I don't think I have the skills to get myself out of this situation. Uh, so what is the one thing I can control? Hey, it's this long shot where I think maybe, maybe this will work out. Yeah, so th the big takeaway is ditch lotto if you haven't worked that out already <laughs> and make a plan or start your own lotto <laughs> i don't think it's legal to do that i think in new zealand it has to be a, a charity right yeah but sanitarium's a charity rolex is oh, a charity no, no 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 i'm saying like what's to stop us from starting a lotto uh that has a one in what is it one in, what was it one in 38 million chance in new zealand of winning we'll just half that um half that chance and i think we'd still probably make some cash out of it definitely uh so Ditch the lotto and make a plan for your money instead. If you feel like you play too much lotto, if you're listening to this, um, forget lotto, focus on working hard, increasing your skill sets in the mm. market so you can increase your income. Live on a budget, a sustainable budget, and then save your money. It works every time, unlike lotto. And just as a little stat to leave you with, that 20 bucks a week that you spend playing lotto, instead of putting that into lotto, if you're 18 years old, invest that money into the share market at 10% return, you'll have an extra million dollars come retirement. Yeah, and we've undershot that because a triple dip, triple dip ticket is $28. So you you have more than a million dollars in retirement. Do you got a triple dip if you're going to dip? Thank you to Partners Life for sponsoring the episode. Uh, make sure you triple dip on that subscribe button and we will see you next week.